Welcome to episode 5 of Lars and Pride in Liverpool. My name's Lewis Jennings and in today's episode things are going to be a little bit different. With it being the new year, I thought I'd change things around and have me interviewed instead of me doing the interviewing. So I've got my cousin here today, Neve Farrelly, who knows me better than anyone else. So yeah, Neve's going to be interviewing me today. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm very good. Love to. Love the ciggies in your ears. <laughs> <laughs> better than in my mouth. <laughs> you were gay then <laughs> let's get down to it <laughs> i want all the gory teats you want all the gory teats um which porn do you watch <laughs> you know what i remember telling myself i was straight when i was a kid i remember that yeah so you just you just pretended you were yeah you know so mean? then when was the point when you were like right i like boys then because i think it was when was it i was seven no 16 and i'd had my first ecstasy shall we say Gary Gary yeah and um, because I'd had that and I'd never like had it before do you know what I mean I'd never had a, a drug like that that really just made you horny it never made me horny it just made me so happy I was like wow what's all this feeling do you know what I mean I'd been the happy for years loving everything because I had a traumatic childhood <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what this happiness was, I was the like, traumatic wow. childhood on the next episode yeah on the next episode <laughs> no but um, so what does it do so we ended up just I, I was I was with um, my best mate at the time. So we had I had um, a tablet off her, and as you can imagine, when you're 16, it's a lot of feelings to be having, isn't it? And like up until that moment, I'd always had in the back of my mind that I was potentially different, but I'd always convinced myself I was gay, and I'd had girlfriends and I'd had all that. Do you know what I mean? Because you convinced yourself you were straight. Oh yeah, I convinced myself I was straight. I literally like I was like, no, I am straight. I'm I'm gonna get married, I'm gonna have now kids. I remember, skinheads. Yeah, skinheads. That's what it was. I had skinheads, rocked Hugo yeah, Boss. Yeah, you did. Still half do, but. <laughs> you do it in style, man. I do it in style, yeah. <laughs> I've got a fucking comb over now, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, uh, that's why I've got to be seasoned airline. But, um, yeah, so I, I had that, and then up until that moment, I'd never said to myself, because this sounds stupid, but like, because obviously my mum and dad, hadn't she? So I never wanted to think that I was gay, because I thought if I think it, she can hear me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I didn't want her to know that I was gay. I was like, ah, so I would never, uh, I'd never think it. And then when it, as soon as he had that, Gary, I was like, wow, what, what's this? Do you know what I mean? I, and the girl who was with at the time, I knew she had like fancied me at one point as well. So like, I felt, oh my God, this is a full circle moment. The girl who was like, fancied me for years, I'm going to tell her now that I'm gay. And it is, I was like, listen, I'm gay. And I was like, wow, do you know what I mean? Just all. Oh, that's actually quite cute. Isn't it? I just want to say as well that I don't condone drugs whatsoever. Um, you know, that was a long time ago in my life. It was nine years ago. I was still a kid. Um, I was only 16, so I shouldn't have been having them anyway, but it happens. And, you know, they, they, you think that they help, but they actually don't. They just pu- push the problems to the back of your mind and make you forget. And if you are using them as a way in escape, just don't. There's, there's so much better things you can do to get help and, like, you can speak to someone for one. So uh, there's plenty of drug organisations out there that are helping people, um, such as Talk to Frank, and you can call them on 0300-123-6600, or you can give them a text on 82111, and anything you say to them is confidential too, so don't be worried about anyone finding out or whatever. Um, so yeah, just wanted to add that in. So, so that was when so I you first realised you were gay and came out for the first time on the same night? Well, no, because then, so I, I did come out to her, but previously, actually, I'd come out 
um, to a lesbian couple, but like just on a random like drunk, and I can't remember that, so I don't. And you were drunk. Yeah, so I don't count that. But then when I came out, like it took years, didn't it? Really? Yeah, you've not long come out. No, it's been years now. So then I, ca- I remember I came out to like, well then I never came out. I got wolves out the closet, absolutely <laughs> wolves by the heads, pull. <laughs> Skull rags all well, over. Well, you them. rag everyone else's secrets out, so. Yeah. Hey, we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, so Scorpio. <laughs> Should have made that clear at the start, like. I oh, know. But, um, yeah, so then I got walled out because the person who had told, like the first ever person that I told, I didn't know this, but she went and told me auntie. Um, oh my god, yeah, I remember this. Yeah. <gasps> I remember this. Yeah, and I did, but I didn't know nothing about it for years because my auntie didn't mention yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But and then everyone started telling like one of the peers. Yeah. Oh, I remember. So it was that. like a domino effect then. So yeah. everyone in the family started finding out yeah, before I could even tell them. Whereas I'm, I'm like literally panicking. It was like, how am I gonna? Couldn't see a future for myself. It was that bleak. I thought I can't. I there's no way I can be an out gay person. Like just. Because like the yeah. way life is, I just thought, nah, that can't, that can't happen. But then the actual coming out story was the best when I came out to meet Anna and that at the funeral. Oh my god! <laughs> <gasps> I remember this. That so, was woeful. Yeah, that, that was absolutely that was, full blown shocking. That was to woeful. Be I've noticed it, I'm always under the influence when I seem to come out. So that's the only time I get anything out of you. The only time I get in the It's the only time I feel comfortable enough to... Yeah. Well, I, back in the prep in the past, and not anymore, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's how it was. Like, I just felt so uncomfortable. Like, I didn't want to be gay. Like, I used to hate the fact that I was, do you know what I mean? It used to proper kill me off. It was like, I do not want to be... But now I think it's the best thing that could have happened to me. Like, it is. Imagine being straight. Imagine. Like, literally, I'm so thankful. Like, I think being straight would just be an absolute... Nightmare. Same. <laughs> Honestly, I used to, I can't believe I've had to have sleepless nights over it, and now I'm like, yo, I'm so happy I'm gay, like, I know. FTM. People are like, oh, I'm straight, I'm like, oh, how sad, unfortunate yeah. for you. Literally, literally. So, so, go on, what happened at the funeral? So then at the funeral, um, I was, I, I've always said, like, my mum was going to be my biggest one to sell, do you know what I mean? Because mm. she's who, her and my granddad's who I care about the most, so I care about their opinion the most. And... So I remember telling me nan, and like I was drunk, and she was like, "Oh, that's you know, it's fine." We'll t- we were both quite drunk, so we were just like, "We'll talk about this tomorrow." Do you know what I mean? But it was all good. Like, got a good uh, reaction, whatever. So it was made up, and then I was that happy. I was like, "Right, well, if my nan knows, so can everyone." So we get up on like some st- st- like a chair or something. Get up, start stinging the um, the glass, thinking I'm in East Enders or something. <laughs> like it's full on. Thinking you're in the vic making yeah. an announcement. Yeah. And then it um, was like... At a funeral. At a funeral. How <laughs> cheeky is that, though? Taking someone's, like... Scorpio, once that again. That is Scorpio, once, I mean, it is, once isn't again, it? you know, Scorpio. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, I announced that I was gay. Got kicked out, like, um, not because of... Other reasons. Other reasons. <laughs> Personal reasons. <laughs> Personal reasons that won't be discussed, but, yeah. So oh. that, that, was, um, that was me full coming out. When yeah. this ends, everyone's going to want to know what the family tea is, really. I everyone's know, going to be like, what's all this? You can't discuss. Well, Scotty Rose, I I everyone's related, isn't it? I suppose so, we are all incest. So, have you found it then since you've come out, you feel better? Yeah, no, I de- definitely feel better. I think everyone should come out. Like, I know some people, they've got the reasons for not wanting to come out, and some people never will. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? I completely understand that because I've been there before. But honestly, like, since I've come out, like, it's so much. They say, like, once you come out, like, the world seems brighter and all that, like, cringy, cheesy movie but stuff. True. But it's, it is genuinely true. So like, what, what advice would you give to someone, then, if they wanted to come out but they were scared about what the family or in the area, what it might, like, what people might think? 
Well, I'd just say, like, if you are thinking of coming out, like, there's always, tell one person, like, who you're closest to, like, your best friends or your cousin or whatever, like, whoever you're very close to and you feel like no matter what, they'll still have your back, then go and tell them. But if you can't, like, don't try and force it upon yourself as well. Because yeah. I, I spent so many, so many years, um, Building it, building myself up, thinking because you, you proper made it to be this big, huge thing. Because that's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, That's what it feels. Honestly, that like. It, but I think by the by the point that everyone knew, everyone was was already accepting of it. But you were still like yeah. in that like. <gasps> but it was because you got walls out like. Yeah, I did. You got like, took by surprise. Yeah. To be fair. So yeah, I just I just recommend speaking to, have someone have someone close to tell and then never force it because it'll come out naturally like. When you least yeah. expect it, you might be drunk, you might not. Like it'll come out either way. So, like when you were growing up, did people used to say like homophobic slurs? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like. So people suspected it. Well, when people. You were growing up. It's it's mad because like you know my personality. Sometimes I think it's quite clear that I'm gay. Sometimes it's it's not as uh, obvious. Do you know what I mean? So when I was growing up and in school, like some people would be, oh you know he, he's definitely gay and that, and they would say things to me. But as well, like, what I'd say from school is growing up, we're on the school grounds, you know, gay, fag, that's like the, the common... Do you say that to anyone, do Yeah, that's just like common what you see on school grounds, so automatically you register as, that as being bad. So you think, wow, this is, it's not okay to be gay, it's not okay to be fag, whatever, do you know what I mean? Like, like it's an insult. Like it's an insult, but yeah. that's what it used as a school ground insult, isn't it? Yeah, so that's true. seeing that and like seeing how people were about it and then how they talked about, like, lads, you could have been gay and that. Like, seeing all that, like, would play in the back of my mind. And just put like, you off wanting put, to even talk about yeah. it or think about it. Cause yeah. that, but as I said, like, in school, I didn't... It was it was only, honestly, when I left school, that's when I started, like, face up to the fact that I was gay, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And stopped, like, running away from it kind of thing. Yeah, so when I was coming out of school, that's when I was, like, more... Thing, yeah. But that's why I was I was so scared about telling like my close lad mates and that as well because I heard the stuff that they said. That they said in school. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And not not even just in school, after school and that and like. As well, straight lads who go on about gay people and all that stuff like a lot. It's like why are you obsessed? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, is a it matters in a friendship to a lot of straight lads who are like scallies or whatever you want to call them, but. Um, it just pisses me off. I think what do you get scared about as well? Is that if they think, oh, there's someone gay in the group and like when oh, people. Oh, what if they fancy me? Yeah, what if they fancy me, which is just a load Girl. of shit. Like. You know, one's type. But yeah, it's like, are you joking? You can't even get a beard, never mind a fella. When you're in different like situations or around certain types of people or whatever, do, do you present yourself as gay or do you just like keep it to yourself? Well, the always... I never, I never used to like if I was around certain people that like I didn't know as well or whatever. I wouldn't tell them I was gay. Like, and if it got brought up, I, I wouldn't. Not, I wouldn't say that away. Do you know what I mean? But, but you I used to be a little bit funny about it. I used didn't, to be a yeah. bit funny about it, yeah. But now, like, I'm just, I'm very open about it. Like, I, I mean, I present a podcast on being LGBTQ plus. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, like, I, I'm very open. Like, I'm not ashamed of it. Like, and I, I spent so many years being ashamed of who I was. So I just think now, like. I just want to be loud and proud or whatever, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm as not, you should. As I should, that's Shine, it. Shine, baby girl. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? But then, as well, like, e- even now, say, if, like, I'm around a, g- a group of, like, straight men, say, like, I won't always feel as comfortable being my true, authentic gay self. So do you act different when you're in, like, let's say, straight town to gay town? Mm-hmm. 
No, do you know what? When I'm drunk, I will act. You just go as white. I know. Yeah, I, just I know the answers to these things, but I'm just asking because yeah. no one else does. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, actually, I, probably everyone does. Yeah. Probably everyone in the city has seen you on a car bonnet, fucking. Twitter. Wow, wow. So you act the same. I'd say I'd act the same. Yeah. Like, what do you prefer? Obviously, K-Town. I used to I used to prefer State Town because that was where all my mates was. But now that I've got mates that actually go to K-Town, I love K-Town. Because can you believe that we just wouldn't go? Yeah. We just we just didn't like to be honest. That was me being. I went once and I had a bad experience, so I just thought it was like weird. Yeah. And then, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. is it I was missing out. Such a ball. So much. It's well better than Street Town. Good place, isn't it? Yeah, Street Town's just full of seeds. Yeah, Street Town is just full of. Horrible men trying yeah, to horrible up. men yeah. trying to grip girls who were like 12 years younger than them. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I love gay town. Everyone compliments you. You're on the stage. <laughs> you're singing fucking Rihanna. Like, it? It's a ball. You're on the pole. So have you ever had like an attack because you're gay? Um, I've never been physically attacked, but like I've had verbal insults and stuff, you know what I mean, from like not even just people who don't know me sometimes. Like it can be friends you can say to you, do you know what I mean? Just who... Where they don't even realise what they're saying can be an insult. Yeah. But um, I've never had like. You, you you do get it. Like I've noticed, like say if you're out in town and you go into a shop, you'll get like. Uh, one of the shopkeepers will be proper homophobic. I've had that a few times. Like where they just say something under the breath, like you little faggot, or do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or so, something like yeah. that. And it's like, wow, what the fuck? But uh, do you know what? I love it when anyone tries to like. Not when it's a friend, because like when it's a friend and they're horrible to you, you you go in, I go in on myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's someone I don't know and they start on me for being gay, oh, I love it. I just think, come on then, let's go. I love it. Like I just think, wow, because I was so scared, and I've, you know when you spend years of like listening to people, yeah, being horrible about it. Like now I'm just ready to like I get enraged and like yo. And they deserve it to be unleashed. To yeah, be yeah, they do, they do. They deserve someone because think of how many people they've said something to and they haven't said nothing and it's made them upset or they've left the shop feeling like shit about themselves or whatever. So there needs to be people like you who's going to say, hey. Just me, I think <laughs> it goes on so much homophobia in the city. Like, for me, it's different because of how I dress. I dress quite John Eddie, John I Scaliani. Yeah. So like, I'm, like, I'm kind of... Safe a bit. Safe a bit, do you know what I mean? Whereas if you get someone who like... Dresses a bit extravagant or whatever, do you know what I mean? Like flamboyance. And flamboyance and that, yeah. they, they'll, they'll get it and like they really will. That's the thing with this city, like if they, if they were to walk past a group of catwigs, every single one of cat, every single one of them catwigs is going to turn around and point and stare and laugh. And do you say mean? something. And say something. make them feel shit. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you couldn't, like so many like gay people I know who go out and dress like extravagant or whatever, they, 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 they can't go out without like getting... And so, so you know yourself because yeah. you, you, you dress quite like funky, don't you? So I get the grief as well. You get the grief, yeah. Let's hear about your grief. <laughs> this isn't about me. You're trying to get free secrets out of me. I go out of here within seconds. You get it all, man. This is what you wanted to do, uh, Mr. Narcissist. I know. Me I know. and my narcissistic tendencies. <laughs> so tell me about your first fella, even though I already know they don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So I got my first boyfriend when I was about twenty-two, was I? Yeah, I think so. Was yeah. it last year or the year before? Well longer. Longer, yeah. It was two thousand eighteen because I was moving to London, and I, I met him like. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Do you know what? What was mad when I first got my first fella? I still 
I brought I, I brought him to meet my family, but I didn't introduce him as my boyfriend because I was still scared at the time. Even though at this point, my nan knew, my granddad knew, my little sister knew, but my little brother didn't, and I was yeah. most scared about him. No one, but I think from that moment he kind of yeah. realised and he'd find out later on. Anyway. And like, how did you feel because you've had girlfriends before, haven't you? Yeah, well, that was so my... that was like your first boyfriend, yeah. so what's the difference? Well, the difference is there's not much between a gay lad and a straight girl, to be honest, but no, there is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when, when, I, when I was younger, I was in relationships with girls, so that was when I was like 15, like school age, you know what I mean? So they were like harmless. Like, never really... So it weren't, like, a proper... Weren't a proper relationship. We were just, like, buying each other Maltese for Valentine's Day, yeah, that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Holding hands on the yard. Holding hands on the... Do you know what? It wouldn't even be that, because, like, we, we were that fridges at the time. Like, there was none of that going on. I remember there was, like, murder, <laughs> because, like, me and my girlfriend at the time were, like, going to have our first neck, and we, we both... Had, no, she hadn't had a neck at this point, so it was, like, she was wow. She was a fridge. She was a fridge, so it was, like, oh... You know, thingy's losing the fucking virginity. Literally taking a virginity. Virginity. So, like, we all had to meet up behind the subway while everyone watched. Behind like the subway. Yeah, it was this big thing, like... But, um, that is so straight, isn't it? It That's is so straight. straight couples. And do you know what else was straight? I finished that really shit by tax. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that, that was a good question. That Like, how do they compare? Because it is different, do you know what I mean? Wow. But as I said, they were harmless when I was younger and then... Obviously, when I was older and being with a lad, but it was nice, like be like be just being able to actually feel love that like is true to you. Do you know what I mean? That was yeah. like not just something that you're telling yourself that you're in love. Like I actually felt like I was in love yeah. at the time. Do you know what I mean? So that was nice. That's cute. Did you just because you've obviously never been like you'd never have a boy as a boyfriend and you'd never been like openly gay out mm. there, so obviously didn't feel comfortable being like that. So when you were in public doing like couple things, did you? Like, was it weird, or did you, like, did you enjoy it? Were you, like, holding hands, skipping down the streets? Because well, I have been. I I hate any, like, public display of affection, to be honest. Oh, holding hands isn't a public display of affection. Uh, I just, uh, do you know what? I just feel awkward when I'm holding someone's hands walking through the streets. Whether it's, like, me mate or me fella. Yeah. I just, do you know what I mean? I'm just n- not one of them people. But, like, what I would say is, like, it was nice to, I don't know, say if you put his arm around me, that it is, it's, it, that's nice, isn't it, like... But, yeah, um, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind it, but as well, like, I'd feel weird, weird sometimes, because I remember he kissed me once um, when I was walking by my area, and, like, there was a group of lads outside the pub, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Got all on the defence. It was yeah. like, don't do that. And then he, but he couldn't understand it, because he, he was already out, and, like, yeah. he'd been out for years, so it, it was all normal to him, whereas, because I was still, like, one foot in the closet, one foot out, do you know yeah. what I mean? It was, like, very fresh to me, so I was like, nah, don't be doing that. Which, I, now, when I look back on it, Shit, you know what I mean? That I was even thinking well, it's like not, that. Because it's at your pace, isn't it? It is at your you pace as well, yeah. That to yeah. Your first fella, and that you can piss off. But then, people like, yeah, people. If the if the the world wasn't the way it was, and I wasn't made to feel like I should, hard away stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I know you do a segment called Queeros. It was yours. So I'd say Dave Bowie, um, just because of like what he'd done in the twentieth century for. The queer community was in, so inspirational. Like he just showed that you can be yourself. You can be a weirdo. It doesn't matter if you're not like the rest of the world, which at the time was predominantly straight or closeted. So like I just love that, that that about him. Do you know what I mean? You know. And he even he made. Um, I think this is true. I've read it in a David Bowie book, so it should be. But he made all like when he originally had like a band with him, he made them all like wear these like 
silver metallic flared jumpsuits and they were all straight men who'd never wore a thing like that in their lives platform heels and all that and when they were like what the fuck he was he basically said well it's my it's my mm. show yeah. you'll either wear what I want you to wear or you can basically see just doing that at that you know at that time when like it was still frowned upon to for men to dress feminine or wear makeup wear makeup stuff like that gender fluids or bisexual whatever yeah I think he's a really good queer I do to be fair yeah and I was going to say Jonathan Harvey too who wrote The Beautiful Thing which is a film that I seen years ago and when I seen that film I could relate to the characters because he's from like a council estate and like he's very much in the closet, but like he's mates with the lads, that kind of thing, and which is basically what you went through—the yeah. exact same thing, isn't it? So yeah, so my release is to that. So yeah, Jonathan Harvey, just shout out, shout out, <laughs> thumbs up, come on the podcast. <laughs> that's everything for episode five thank you so much Shani for coming on and speaking to me really enjoyed doing this episode and I hope you've all enjoyed getting to know me a little bit more better don't forget to leave a rating and review on wherever you get your podcast basically so whether that be Stitcher Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify wherever just make sure to subscribe and leave a review and you can find us on social media. Our handle is at Loud and Proud In, and that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to get in touch or you want to be on the show, whatever, give us an email at loudandproudin at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening, and I'll see you next week.